Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Hey guys, today we have a special episode. We are taking a trip down to New York City, so the audio will sound a little bit different, but we hope you will feel like a part of our adventure. Hey guys, we are going to take a trip down to New York City. We are currently en route right now as we speak, and we're gonna go sit on some couches because Kenny and I are looking for some furniture. We're gonna discuss all the things that we're looking for. Our husbands are even coming along because they need to actually sit on them with their own butts. And, but we're gonna have a lot of fun together and we hope you enjoy this casual little trip down to New York City with us. Woohoo! So the place we're going to try these couches is called Interior Define. So this was a place I had never heard of before. So how did you guys find them and why are you interested in trying out these couches? Chris loves Julia. <laughs> Chris loves Julia. So Julia Markham from Chris Loves Julia has a line of like a sofa line and it's called the Charlie and she posted about it several years ago ago, an old house a couple houses ago (laughs) and it was named after her dog um that had passed away but anyways (laughs) um we love that couch or sofa I'm still trying to figure out the difference between the two which we could talk about later but she has a really great line and so we want to go try that out but the thing with interior define is you can customize these different sofas and couches and they have all different types it's not just this one so we're going to be testing out a bunch of them and we're like super excited yeah i i think the couch shopping atmosphere has changed so much over the last several years it used to be you had to go to one of those awkward furniture stores where salespeople hover over you and i hate that oh it's the worst we ordered our couch my dream couch from article but and they have a good return policy but in this day and age it is harder i feel like to order something online wait like 10 weeks for it to get well now there. it's six months oh wow yeah, yeah. But because of covid it's right longer. yeah yeah and then go through the hassle of returning it if you don't like it right everything so that's why we're going to new york city yeah and also on the agenda we want to go to chelsea market you've been before right? yes okay but we brie and i have not been yeah i've been wanting to go for years so i'm very excited to go shop around market is on our list interior define for the couches and then we want to go to the van gogh experience yeah that's gonna be really cool yeah i'm looking forward to it and then for the boys we're going to the strand which is a bookstore Mm -hmm. well for them and for me and for you yeah not for brie and i (laughs) we'll just look at the home decor books (laughs) Uh, but the boys we have to treat them too because we're kind of dragging them along with this trip yeah (laughs) which we put them all in one car together they don't know each other as well as we know each other (laughs) like boys go in one car the girls go in the other car hopefully they're having a good time in there (laughs) i texted ryan and have not heard back so maybe they're that's a good sign yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
we're hoping to do a little bit of casual interviewing of them at some point too. Maybe when we're on the subway or after we eat lunch or something like that and ask them a couple of questions. So, so you'll get to know them a little bit more too. Right. Okay, so couches. You guys have both been looking for couches for a very long time. Years. Yeah. First of all, I want to talk about the difference between couch and sofa. Because I feel like it's more sophisticated to say sofa. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anyone caught this, but several episodes ago, I started to say couch when I was talking about my couch. And then I switched it to sofa. I went, I went cow sofa. (laughs) So I was just looking up like, what's the difference? And here's just a couple things that I was going to read off real quick. So sofas have the current, which, do you guys know what that means? What's the current? I think it's the back part of it, maybe? Sofas have the current to be larger than the couch. Sofas usually are used for taking a seat, like, as opposed to laying down. Sofas manage to have a uniform back. So maybe the current isn't the back. Maybe the current is the... The depth on them? Or the squishiness? I don't know. We probably should know this. ask and... Uh, interior to find. We will ask them. So then couches, couches have the current to be smaller. Whatever the current is, yeah, we will find this out. <laughs> couches typically are used for laying down as opposed to sitting. Really? And then couches have the current to have reduced backs. So maybe the current is the, is back. the back. of the back. So couches are more casual and sofas are more formal. I also read something else that they said couches tend to, in the beginning when it it like derives from like some French word, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, it's like couche or something, I don't know, I'm not French, (laughs) but um, it was armless, whereas sofas have arms. Okay. So it's just interesting, just thought I'd share that. We're shopping for sofas, right? Yes, we are shopping for sofas, technically, yes. Okay. And I'm also on the hunt for a love seat, which a love seat... That's mainly what I'm shopping for, is actually a love seat. Okay, so Bree and I are both looking for a love seat, and I'm also looking for a sofa. A love seat is typically just two Two seats, two people, which... Two people in love. (laughs) That's what we're going to be looking for, and we have some criteria that we've been... Brie, do you want to say what we're really looking for within the love seat and sofa? I am looking for performance fabric Mm -hmm. because we have kids and we want to be able to clean it easily. Yes, please. I am also looking for a more square arm. I don't want a rolled arm. I want a deep set couch so it's deeper so you can lounge in it more and it's not like sitting prim and proper. And then I also want a short leg. Okay, so that's kind of like you want a sofa that's also like a couch. (laughs) You want a a middle, so maybe it looks sophisticated, but it feels... That's what I want. Yeah, it feels more like a couch. So I also want performance fabric for kids and maybe a future dog someday. I don't know. Okay, I don't know, guys. I don't know, but the more... I don't know. No. My friend just got a golden doodle, and that's oh. like one that I would get if we got a dog. They're hypoallergenic. Yes, that's they why. Don't shed. They're so swell. Yeah. Except my in-laws' dog does shed very badly. A golden doodle. And it's a golden doodle. But anyways, I have a kid, and I want performance fabric, and I have a husband who's messy. So <laughs> we 
we eat in our living room. I don't want to change that. Yeah. So performance fabric is key, just like Bree said. I don't know if I care about the arm. I want to just look at different options. Really? When you say rolled arm, what do you mean? When like the, the arm the is like this. Oh, yeah, I, guess, like I don't this. want that. I guess I don't want that. When I think, like, pottery barn sofa, I think of rolled arms. Yeah. But when you said the other type of arm, it just sounds too... I want too... a more square arm. But not, like, super square. But not super square. Okay. Like, because my husband still likes to lay down and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. He doesn't want to have to use a ton of pillows behind his head. No, same. Okay. So it's it's got to have a little bit of softness to it. It's not going to be right. as rigid. Though. Which the Charlie does. Yeah. And then for me, I actually which we can go into later, but I want two different types of bases for my love seat and my sofa. So I think for the sofa, I want it to go all the way to the floor, the oh. base. So there's no, you don't really see feet. Right. And then for the love seat, I want little legs, legs and probably more like mid-century style legs. Sure. And I don't know what color, because with Interior Define, you can literally customize everything. Yeah. So you can have like a natural wood, you can have a deep walnut, you can have black, you can have brass. So that's something I want to look into. Sure. But really, we're just trying the, the sofas out to see how they feel. There are a lot of couch companies now where you can do a customizing yeah. all the details. Like Article has a lot of options you can pick from for the legs and fabric. Yeah. I did not pick the performance fabric. I, I picked the velvet. Have, I don't think they have performance. Art, yeah, Article doesn't they don't have do performance. performance. Okay. The so, other thing about that most places don't... So there are, like on Wayfair, you can find performance fabric. But the one thing you cannot find is the deep-seated cushions, right. which I forgot to mention right. that is definitely a criteria for me as well. Yeah. And so what we mean is, like, typically I think it's, like, around 34 inches is our most sofas. But we want the, like, it goes up to, like, 46 yeah. or 44 Whoa. or something. Like, it's adding quite a bit. Yeah. So it's really luxurious and deep. That a sophisticated-looking but yet cozy, down-to-earth feeling mm -hmm. sofa. <laughs> so would you say you two are both pretty sold on a Charlie, but you just need... I'm not 100% sold. I need okay. to sit on it first. Yeah, okay. there's another one called Ella that I want to look at that's similar to Charlie, but a little more um, not as... The Charlie looks really... How do I say this? It looks a little too casual for me. So the Ella's a little bit more elevated, I think. And so I want to try that one, but it looks like it may be less comfortable than, than the Charlie. So... I am definitely looking for one like the Charlie or Ella that those, the base goes pretty low and I like mm -hmm. that. But then my love seat, I want a little bit more fancy. Yeah. Ideally, I would like a bench cushion, which is, which is where All you one. have one seat cushion instead yes. of two. So no one's sitting in the crack. I forgot to say that too. I'm glad you brought that up. I need to write mm -hmm. these down before we get there because <laughs> bench cushion is really important to me too. I think I have yeah, it's just two, there's one long one, because I have a sectional, okay. so there's one long cushion for the sectional, and then one cushion for the rest. For yeah. the chess? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the chess. <laughs> if you don't know what a chess is, that's when you have like a little section comes off on one of the sides. Uh-huh. And also possibly called a chase. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. We don't know. We don't know. Don't someone, come here for pronunciation yeah, of words. Someone help us with French, because we need help. <laughs> Um, you know, when we were first shopping for a, a sofa, when we first moved to town, because we came here without a sofa, when 
if we're shopping for a sofa, we went to the furniture store because Brian insisted. And I was like, I'm not buying one from a furniture store because it's lame and they're all going to be ugly. And they were. Um, Marshmallow sofas. Yeah. Yep. And so we said, like, our thing is he wants comfort and I want style. That's what Brian told them. And they're like, oh, you have to pick one or the other. And I was like, They nope. said that? Yeah. No. They said that. I was like, nope, nope, nope. You do not. Nope, nope, not. nope. It's, there is a 20, better way. It's 2021. You no longer have to pick between comfort and style. You can exactly. find a comfortable style. Exactly. So don't go to a furniture store. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's interior defined. <laughs> yeah. Go to a modern furniture yeah, store. Yeah, a modern Like, that store. has an online... And the thing is, is we're going to be trying out the sofas here at the showroom, but it's just a showroom. We wouldn't be buying from here. We buy online and they ship to our house. Right. Let's talk about living room furniture. Like, when someone is looking for furniture for their living room, what kind of things should we consider, keep in mind when picking out, like, sofas, side tables, coffee yeah. tables, So all of the that first thing stuff. I'll say, and we mentioned this in a couple episodes back, was do not buy a complete furniture set. Yeah. Where it's all matching. You yeah. want to have complementary pieces that all go together but don't match. Match. You don't want all the same right. wood tone on like literally everything. Yeah. Or just like the same love seat and the same sofa and the same armchair or the same recliner. Like you don't want them all being the same. Right. You want to mix and match. I think every living room or family room, I guess some people would, we're we're probably talking more about our family room technically because this is where our TV is. So with the family room, you know, you do need to think about the TV as potentially probably the focal point where the you want your furniture facing it but the thing is you also want to try to achieve a conversational look Mm. so you don't want all the furniture just like all up against the walls facing the tv (laughs) like you want to try to make it look like they're facing each other while people can also see the tv if that makes sense right so that like imagine you have a bunch of people over for some event you want to think about where can people gather and sit comfortably to chat you know, when the TV's not on. Exactly. A good thing to use is a rug to define the space. So if you have an 8 by 10 rug, pull your furniture so the front legs are on that rug, and that'll help define the space too. So if you have all your furniture pushed against the wall, pull it in on top of your rug and just play around with it. Also, if you have two matching sets in a family room and then a more formal living room, take one piece from each of those rooms and swap them so then you don't have everything matchy matchy if you are able to do that that's a great idea and yes always start with the rug yeah (laughs) and a bigger rug is always better like I actually have a 9 by 12 in my an 8 by 10 would be way too small so you know it depends on the size of your living room but think bigger I know it's going to be an investment because bigger rugs cost more but it will really pull the whole room together when you have a small rug like a 5 by 7 in the center of the room and the only thing on it is a coffee table that looks so bad (laughs) it's just a floating rug it's an island it's an island, yeah. a rug island, and you do not want a rug island. It It's crazy, because I've 100% been guilty of buying tiny rugs for most of my life, and once you finally 
bite the bullet, make the upgrade to a full, like the rug that's as big as it should be, which means like there should be a foot and a half, maybe a foot to a foot and a half, I would say, of floor around the rug. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can also layer a rug over carpet. Right. You should say that. Like, Mm -hmm. definitely do that. Yes. Do not just live with just plain carpet. Define the space by putting a rug on the carpet. Um, and then same rules apply whether you have, you're putting it on carpet or on wood floor. You want a foot and a half to a foot of space on a floor around it. It just, it makes such a huge difference. It's really insane. When we start talking about the different furniture, it's really great to have different types. So instead of having like two sofas or like two love seats, like try to vary the different types of seating. So you like in my living room, I have a sofa a love seat, two accent chairs, and do I have anything else? I think that might be it. I am someday might get a recliner, but I want to get like a stylish recliner. Yeah. Yes. But just varying all the different types of furniture. And then we've mentioned this before in one of the last episodes that the the bases of the furniture, you want them the seating, you want it all to be a little different. So some maybe go to the floor. Some have little legs like my accent chairs have mid-century legs but my sofa I'm hoping to get one that goes to the floor or you could have one I didn't mention is an ottoman and you could have like a cushioned ottoman right so So that's like a solid chunk that's a solid chunk you could even do a coffee table that's like the solid block of wood yeah you know that's yeah all the way to the floor it doesn't have legs right Mm -hmm. no that's good also, you know what's really in right now are those two, like, square ottomans that are cushy, and you can yeah. use them as seating, but they could also be, like, I like how they use, you know, Shay McGee, Studio McGee uses it a lot, where she puts them on the opposite side of the coffee table, mm-hmm. and she usually has them in front of the fireplace. Right. So, it kind of works. It's not blocking your focal point, but it can also be extra seating if you right. need it. Okay, so another thing to consider with your living room furniture is deciding whether it's time to invest in something that's expensive but high quality or go with something that's cheap that maybe isn't going to last as long. But, you know, I mean, how long have you had your couch, Brie? Because that... My couch I got from my grandmother. who uh, I think she got that when I was like nine. And it, she invested in this piece. Like, it is super, super well made. And it's held up. Like, structurally, it's really, really sound. It's just burgundy and gold country <laughs> yeah. floral. Not my thing. So, I got a slip cover that's just neutral. And that served us really, really well. But, you know, we've had the couch nine years now. And I want something that I don't have to keep fixing the slip cover on. Right. Right. But that's a good point. Like, when you do invest in something, it could be something you pass on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it can last decades. And it's also a good point that while you're saving up to invest in something good, you can just buy a slipcover. Right. And put it over a hand-me-down couch. Right. I have... My loveseat and sofa are both hand-me-downs. And they're not as, I would say, as good quality. I've had them for, you know, five-ish years now. Um, and they're really good still. And they, they work. I buy my slip covers from Target always. They're really good. So that is also a good tip while you're, inve- while you're saving up. I'm a big believer in the phase one. Yeah. So like having a phase one couch that is better than like the garage sale find. Yeah. Or the couch you had in college. 
right. until you can get like your dream couch. Well, I've been in phase one for nine years now, and I'm ready Same. to move on yeah. to the phase two. Yeah, we've had hand-me-down couches since we got married ten years ago. So. <laughs> we are ready, girl. We're about an hour away. This has been so much fun so far. Can't I can't wait to sit on furniture. <laughs> I cannot wait. I was going to say I would have one request for lunch. Possibly. Okay. Have you guys ever had the dollar slice pizza? No. I've gotten regular pizza. I've never just gotten like the dollar. So there's these little tiny nooks everywhere where they have one dollar pizza. The slices are like as big as your head. (laughs) And it's like, it's New York style pizza, which Brian always raved about. And I never had. And I thought that sounds really weird because it's like flat pizza. (laughs) It's It's ridiculously good. And it's one dollar, and that's your whole meal. I'm game for it. I would love that. I'm at love pizza. I'm off my pro metabolic eating today. (laughs) I'm off my dairy free, gluten free today. (laughs) Just for the dollar pizza. Yeah. Oh, we're going by the Woodbury Outlets. Over there. You want to go shopping? (laughs) We were we're laughing. Use the right two lanes to take the I-87 South exit toward New York. We were laughing last night because we're going to park at a Target and then walk over to the subway and go to New York City. And we're like, Target, we could go to Target. And Bree's like, we're going to New York City. Why would you want to go to Target? We're thinking about going to Ikea, too. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, Bree, it's Target. <laughs> when you live in a small town like us and you don't have a Target nearby, yeah, it's... Any opportunity to go to Target, it's a special destination. Exactly. (laughs) So we'll pick back up again as we're getting there and take you along. (laughs) Just your name, who you're married to, and a hobby. (laughs) So, and it can't be, it's a hobby. Not... In an ideal world where you're not working on the house. (laughs) Well, I'm Curtis, and I am married to Brianna, and my non-house hobby is golfing at this stage of my life. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brian, and I'm married to Emily, and I work for a hobby. That's not... Outside of working on my house. (laughs) Facts is facts. Fine. (laughs) Uh, I'm Ryan, and I'm married to Kimmy, and my hobby at this stage in life is probably reading nerdy theology books. <laughs> um, that's, that's where I'm at. That's what I've become. Good time. Perfect. Yeah. This is the train to 33rd Street. <laughs> All right, Ryan, we got to talk about this. So that's for this couch, which the love seat we would have against the black wall. I think it would really pop. Okay. And then this is for the sofa that we would have against the bay window. And it would be in that Ella version. With the curves. With the curves. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if I like that one. Which one? This one? Yeah. The lightest? It's like my favorite, though. I think so. I that think one's it machine clash. washable. Yeah, I like that, but I think it might clash against our current white wall situation. 
Well, the walls can always be painted, but I don't think it will because the whole, tell him, explain to him about color theory because our walls are ye go yellow. This is going yellow, so it actually will pull them together to make them both look more cream. Oh. That's yes. how it works. <laughs> this, that was such a... If this, no, listen, if this had like a red undertone, a pink undertone, then it would look way pink okay. because I have yellow wall, like cream uh, walls. Is there a more white version? There was this version. Okay. Or what, what about this color? So this one we can't not perform because it's not performance. Uh, it's linen. And that's the one that she said gets really saggy. Yeah. Guys, I'm still hungry. I just realized that. You're still oh. hungry? I only had one slice. We can get you. There's plenty of food. I need like thing. a fruit. <laughs> Guys, I want like a juice bar, like a fruit something. Well, there was a place right next to the pizza one. But we'll find another one. All right. This one, I'm concerned, is going to pull Is that this one? This is what we think. <laughs> you think it'll look yellow? I'm just, I feel like it's got a little bit of yellow undertones to it. Wait, this isn't washable. Right. It's not machine washable. Yeah. I like so that I like machine that. washable idea. I don't not like it, but I don't love it. Does this look cheaper to you? For some reason, it does. For I me, think yeah. because it's For more me, speckled. It looks like it yeah. looks more to me. It just looks dated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's a good. That to me feels like really it, fresh. Yes, and new. Yeah. Oh, I like this one more than that one. Okay, we'll do that one. You see, this is what she just said to me. I don't know where she went, but we gotta get some audio from her because she was sharing some nuggets. Okay. She was like, "If you're getting performance, you might as well." go light because why not exactly you know, like that's the point of performance yeah <laughs> what is something um that you see people having the biggest struggle with when they're trying to pick a couch um visualizing hmm. um not i mean people that usually need help are people who are not designers they don't have um just a grasp on shape style sizing things like right. that and once you're past that it's always the fabric yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, really crunching down to it is funny. We seem choice. to be a little stuck on this, like, oh wait, what? How does this feel? And how does this feel? And is that machine washable? <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, you have so many really great choices, and everyone always feels like there's only one right choice. Mm. When there's a million right choices, you're never going to make the wrong decision. That's mm. good. Um, and you're never really limited. And everybody feels like they're limited if they choose a fabric for the sofa. I'm like. Just get the second fabric that you're stuck on as throw pillows. Get an accent chair. Do something so you don't have to feel like you're it's making a wrong decision right. or losing out on something. Yeah, that's mm. good advice. So how do you feel about when people, do they come in here and they try to like get matching? Like same color, same <laughs> fabric? And <laughs> Funny enough, uh, men think that that's the way to go. Um, <laughs> You know, because, you know, we grew up during the Macy's era when you walked in, you bought it off the floor with a chair, a love seat and a sofa and you walked out, right? right. That's cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gives me PTSD, but it gives a lot of people comfort. I'm totally against the idea of matching anything. Yeah. I sometimes like doing, you know, um, two, three different collections, but all the same fabric because it just looks funky. It's, mm. it, you can tell it's custom. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's really rare, but uh -huh. that's circumstances. So what's like, do you say is the most popular of all your like sofas? It really depends. I mean, technically it's the Sloan. 
Okay. Because we live in New York. Um, it's an affordable, small-scale uh, sofa, and we've had it for a really long time. Beautiful, minimalist, modern lines. Yeah. Fits everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Um, but other than that, I would say the Gabby's doing phenomenal. Tatum, Charlie. How's our Winslow doing? Winslow is insanely popular. Winslow and Sloan are very similar. What advice would you give to someone when they're going shopping for a couch? Like, one tip that they need to keep in mind please measure your house (laughs) do people oh my gosh all the time um people come with like very unrealistic thoughts i mean Mm. we have these huge ceilings so they look at like this massive sofa they're like oh that'll fit there i'm like are you sure do you live in new york (laughs) or are you like somewhere in a mansion again um but yeah measurements Mm-hmm. Know your space. Always have photos of your space because 99% of the time, someone in the showroom already has really good interior design background, and you're going to get a free service. Just be able to take like advantage of that and be prepared mm-hmm. for oh, it. That's cool. Do um, you have an interior design background? Uh, I'm an industrial designer. Oh, so interior okay. furniture making, all of that. No way. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Good. I'll ask you a couch question then. <laughs> so we were reading stuff about couches earlier, and they kept... Well, we were trying to figure out the difference between a couch and a sofa. And they, we kept seeing this term called a current, and we can't figure out what that means. It said the current is different in a sofa and a couch, and we're like, what, what is a current? What is a current? I find the, the word internet. couch to be more of like a slang term. Okay. Yeah. To a sofa. And but sofa with, is the more with elegant. With the actual make of a couch or a sofa, is there something called a current that's like the back? Or have you heard of that term, current? Okay. I can't say I'm it. I'm going to have to... It was very confusing. Honestly, <laughs> it was. there's so many terms and things that, yeah. like... One of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to, like, calling out, like, what the sofa size is. It's like, is it a two-seater? Is it a three-seater? I'm like, honey, it comes in, like, 20 million sizes. Does it matter? <laughs> How big is your butt? How big is mine? <laughs> like, it really depends, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's there's all these terms and things that people get lost in yeah mm-hmm. when they just really need to look at the main concept right measurements 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 yeah, yeah. that's number one also geez if you're going out sofa shopping please know your doorway like oh. what what size can actually get into your house before you go and buy something and then yeah. it's being delivered and then it and can't then, fit yeah you waited all these you know oh, weeks wow. for it yeah spent all this time and then the sofa doesn't get in because you totally look past the concept of moving it how to get it in right yeah well those are great tips really good <laughs> yeah yeah thank you yeah um, thank you so much for your help and figuring out what sofas and love seats we're gonna get <laughs> i think we narrowed it down i think so yeah <laughs> well thank you so much melody you're welcome yeah. my pleasure thanks for coming in so you went to chelsea market yeah we walked through the building tell them about the building so the building was built the whole chelsea market building and it was an entire city block and it was originally built back in the 1890s by Nabisco and that's where the Oreo was invented and first Whoa. manufactured oh so now it's just a whole collection of markets and Google actually owns the entire building <laughs> and they've got offices there and a bunch of like TV shows and stuff too have offices there like the Food Network and Oxygen it's a picture with the Gucci what are you doing 
She's got a oh. Gucci bag oh. and a Gucci <laughs> picture. I cropped the cones out. <laughs> they were not pleasant Good. to look at. So, like, the markets in Chelsea Market, it's, like, different small vendors? Like, kind of like a craft fair? Or is it, like, food? No, I mean, they're actual, like, stores. They're, they're, like, oh. It's a bunch of different shops and stuff that you can go in. But it's, it's like, dining and some of it's fashion. There's, like, a florist in there. I mean, there's a whole bunch of I different things. Okay, so should we tell our story? Yeah. So we, did on, we got on the subway... As fast as we could, we knew we were cutting it really close to get there at our four o'clock time. We roll up to the building. Ryan kept saying as we're like running there off the subway practically, Ryan kept saying, we're going the wrong direction. We're going the wrong direction. But Brian and I both had it pulled up on our phones and we're like, no, we're not. This is where it is. Like, what is the deal? And then Ryan's finally like, okay, I guess, you know, on your phone, it definitely looks right. So we get to the place, Van Gogh experience all over the windows yeah and there's people at the door like checking people's tickets we're five minutes before our slot time yeah and we're supposed to get there 20 minutes ahead why that's just what the direction said okay so we're five minutes ahead so we run up there hand them our tickets and they're like oh i'm sorry you have tickets to the other van gogh immersive experience it's on the other side of town it's a 45 minute walk oh my god (laughs) Or it's like what? Uh, <laughs> or a twenty-minute Uber ride. She's like, you could get an Uber and still probably make it what? to your slot. And we're like, what? And she's like, we're not affiliated with the other Van Gogh experience at all. Because we're like, can you? Can we just go to this one? And can you honor these tickets? And we're like, no, we're not. We're not affiliated with the other one at all. So we were just. You like, should just what try to call them. We we're like, an Uber's gonna cost like yeah. something crazy, and we're gonna be at least 30 minutes late at this point to get to the other one and mind you all of our tickets combined cost like 230 dollars yeah so we were just like so we're like we don't want to just throw away the 230 dollars but we also don't want to pay more to get an uber to get over there and then still be late and possibly not get in so then we she was like what we what we do because this happens all the time yeah, i'm sure it does yeah oh like two more people after us if the same thing happened the same, to them yeah she's like it happens all the time what we can do is if you buy our general tickets for our exhibit we'll automatically upgrade you to our vip tickets which will get you like some extra stuff a free poster yeah <laughs> in the virtual reality experience which was actually very cool yeah so we're like okay so we have to pay more but we are going to probably miss out on our other tickets anyway so if we're going to do a, a van gogh thing we might as well buy these tickets so she told me that i could try to refute with my credit card company yeah that she's heard people do that yeah. so i'm gonna go home and try to do that <laughs> and get back our 233 dollars oh no yeah so but all in all it was a really fun experience it was, it was cool we got free posters. I've never done a virtual reality thing before. Me and either. And that was, like, really it, cool. It was cool. And, the room, and trippy. <laughs> yeah. You're in a giant room, and it's, like, projected everywhere. The like, paintings. Yeah, not the immersive experience. but And then, yeah. like, going in, it's, like, a whole museum kind of thing, and you're reading all the history, and it was really cool. Yeah. Do you have any actual Van Gogh artwork in there? No. No. That's all I'm like. 
when I saw the posters, I'm like, they don't look like poster people, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are not poster people. Our <laughs> VIP <laughs> things got us the virtual reality experience and the free posters. And I picked the most neutral poster. <laughs> so how much did you have to end up spending? It was $41 per, per ticket person. per person. So we spent another $80 per couple. But if I get my money back from Chase, so it will be cheaper. So I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. Oh, man, that's a bummer. We'll <laughs> update everyone if I get my money back. Yeah. <laughs> so there are two completely different yeah. Van Gogh experience called the same thing. They're Pretty not good. affiliated. One is the Van Gogh experience and the other one's experience Van Gogh. Or say, it's literally like, like backwards. Oh my gosh. And if you it's all the one that we went to. It's all that comes up. The other one doesn't come up. Mine Google. That's like the adventure, but I'm glad you guys were at least still able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I was close to being like, do this. Let's just call Kurt and Brie and go. Yeah. But it was, I'm glad that we went in and did it. The dwelling place. Oh, <laughs> Once this helicopter is gone, then I'll ask another question. Slowest helicopter ever. Yeah. yeah. Take your time. Kurt, how would you describe this, the interior style of your home? In your own words. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't. I can't put it in the right terms that are going to be meaningful to people listening to this. <laughs> Just try. But if I had to describe the... Well, there's a term that you use for your decorating style, and I'm going to try to remember it. I don't know if this is accurate or not. What, did, what do you call it? You call it... No, you can't. You call it uh, modern classic? Is that what you call it? No? No. What were we just talking about? I don't know. I don't know the terminology. I know she likes a lot of neutrals. Um, we do. There's a lot of whites, a lot of grays, black, clean lines. Um, you like your rugs. You like your light fixtures. Um, I don't know. She does a very good job decorating, but I can't put. I can't put the terms to it that are meaningful to people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's really good, Brian. How would you describe the style of your home? Uh, white, black, and wood. <laughs> I have some color in there now. There's like, there's pops of rust, rusty orange, rusty nails all around. Rusty nails. Uh, yeah, white, black, and, and wood. If you look at her, and green plants. If you look at her Instagram, that's that's the only colors there. Yeah. And I don't mind. That's because I like it. Uh, clean lines. Um, just repeating what you <laughs> Sorry. Which works. Well, because Brie and I are very yeah. similar. Yeah. I've seen your home, too. It's, <laughs> it's, it's also evolved uh, yeah. over the years. We were How like, so? Well, you see. Uh, uh, Kimmy's going... For more antique stuff lately. She bought a granny chair, which I don't love. Uh, it's granny chic. Yeah. But the end. Nothing yeah. more. The end. Okay. You made a good point about the style evolving because Bree used to be very cottagey. Hmm? Hmm? 
Yeah? Yeah. Farmhouse. No. Cottage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good one. Well, cottage core is in, so yeah, <laughs> just add a little rock star in there. <laughs> I will. I will use the term. Uh, we used to go for minimalism, uh, and then she started throwing out Nor- Norwegian. Scandinavian. Nor- Norwegian wood. Norwegian. It's, all, it's all the same area uh, of the globe, yeah. right? So it's like an Apple store inside of an IKEA inside of an antique store. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Just mash those three together and. Okay. Yeah. I guess that works. Yeah. Okay. It's your turn, Brian. Yeah. Functionally simple with a lot of baskets. <laughs> That's good. That's Nailed really it. good. Yeah. You had the most time to prepare. <laughs> I thought of it yeah. when he was talking. Oh, you did. <laughs> sure. I liked it. Yeah. And you know what's so funny is Emily is always like whenever you go to Sense and Treasure, like I found more baskets. <laughs> yep, it's true. I do love baskets. This is a good question for you, Brian. What has been your least favorite home improvement project? Oh, uh, the staircase. The stairs? Yeah, by far. It made the whole house the messiest. Oh, uh, yeah. What was so difficult about them? Did you have to re-engineer them? No, it was just messy. Because there was plaster and lath on two levels. Oh, we have that in our house. So. We put... What did we put over the doorways first? Just like plastic. Just plastic yeah. We just hung plastic and kind of taped it together, but it wasn't like taped at the bottom. And it wasn't like totally sealed. And so the dust just went under the plastic into the room. Yeah, it made a whole a mess of the entire house. The entire house, upstairs and downstairs, was there was a just a layer yep. of drywall, plaster dust, plaster, plaster dust. dust. I don't think there's any way to get around it because yeah. we we did it pretty good and even had a vacuum on like we yeah. were sanding the drywall and it just that goes part everywhere. wasn't bad because yeah. we had the vacuum too. So that part wasn't bad, but it was just the demo part of it yeah. that was crazy. Ryan, least favorite home improvement project so far the, the first one really we did a whole lot of things all at the same time basically we renovated the living room dining room and our kitchen all at the same time while living there while living in the house we were crammed into our small entry room washing dishes and bathtubs and it was literally like a, a poop where you eat situation <laughs> uh, and simultaneously at the same time I was going through like a, a life crisis i switched my job i started school i contracted diabetes uh so i have this picture on my phone as i sat down it was like two in the morning after i just like had a crazy week at work i was working all night and i sat down and it was like this is the worst i've ever felt in my entire life and I, and I took a picture to document it and every once in a while it you know pops up on my yearly uh yeah, like reminders. and, I, and I, I remember myself like i'm not there anymore man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that was the first one it was way in over my head uh, we didn't know what we were doing yeah i had i had some decent help but that was that was the worst one Kurt, do you have any unpleasant memories of renovations at your home far and away the worst one was coming to the house and seeing the water dripping down through the kitchen cabinets because the bathroom pipes had had busted open and having to pull up half the tile in the bathroom and 
and replace all of that pipe. And it was all lead that went into this big cast iron pipe that runs to the upstairs. And I, don't, I remember being there at like midnight trying to cut through because we had to go, we had to put PVC into this big cast iron hub. And in order to do that, you had to get out like this steel or the iron ring that was inside the cast iron pipe. And then inside of that, it was all hemp lined. I mean, it was probably in the 40s that that was put in. And just being on my hands and knees, reaching down into that hole, trying to cut through that ring so that I could clean it out and then put the PVC attachment in. It was like and just. And this was how long before we moved in? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, well, it was when we were supposed to move in, and then that happened at the same time as our countertop fiasco happened, and it pushed it back by another, but I've just... mentioned a couple episodes Yeah, Yeah. but just, like, being on my hands and knees and imploring Jesus for help, trying to cut through that thing so that I could, so that we could get the rest of that connected and get our bathroom functional again. Yeah. That was, that was a low point. Yeah. Oh, man. What did you do by yourself that you wish you had actually hired out, if anything? You can't say everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a situation right now in my basement that has been ongoing for about uh, a year and a half that I've been trying to fix very slowly. And I was just thinking last night I'm about ready to throw in the towel and, and hire somebody because uh, it's just it's just long and ugly and I keep losing. So, yeah. <laughs> The basement's winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think every time I've hired somebody, I've been grateful that I did. Yeah. For whatever it has the, been. We hired people to do the gas. Yeah, the hot water heater. Hot water heater. Yeah, they set up our gas lines and the plumbing because we had to move the dryer. Yeah, and that stuff. That was nice to have somebody come in and do. For me, the thing that comes to mind is the garage door, like that ongoing fiasco that we had with that for eight or nine months trying to get that working again and I had my yeah and I had my buddy helping me with it and he came over three times and we trying to figure it out and every time we thought we had it we had a new issue and we finally bit the bullet and actually had the pro come and look at it and he had it fixed within an hour he took off the trim and and all it was was taking off the trim but he just knew to do that just because of experience from looking at it and it would have saved ourselves you know eight months of headache Mm -hmm. and yeah that's one of those situations where i should have just buckled down and had it done right from the get-go but yeah you live Live and learn learn. yep (laughs) the next question is what's one skill that you're glad you've learned as a homeowner or doing your own renovation buying tools that's not a skill <laughs> knowing that, what that tools to buy yeah, like, yeah. what tools were your favorite that you bought all of them <laughs> he loves them all <laughs> you guys said earlier that everything is not an acceptable answer but it's kind of my answer because uh, i didn't really know how to do anything and i like learning new things i'd done like little small woodworking projects and building cabinets and little pieces of furniture and tables and stuff like that. But the idea of smashing walls and building walls and electrical work and tile and building decks and stuff like that was just way off my radar and really intimidating. All of it has been yeah. amazing and I don't regret learning anything. So there. It's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's how I feel too. I'm not like, I'm certainly even far less DIY inclined than Ryan or Brian and it's so like 
being able to look at stuff and diagnose exactly how it's got to be fixed is not my area of expertise. So everything that I've had to encounter and just learn to work on and, and fix myself has been, you know, I, you know, I'm just glad I've got that notch in the belt. It's not, I'm not tackling very big projects on my own, but just little maintenance stuff. You know, being able to get that stuff done. Even when we, like, yeah, I, I enjoyed the plumbing. I enjoyed working on the bathroom. But even, like, when we had to take apart the freezer and fix that, yeah. that was, like, I'm glad we know how to do that now. And we had to do it again at one point, too. So. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Came Both of us watching the YouTube video, trying to figure out yeah. how to put screws in. Fry the whole guts apart and, yeah, yeah hmm. defrost everything and then put it back together. Hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing you wish that your wife would stop doing? That's in your home. Oh, this is super positive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me get this off my chest. Buying <laughs> baskets off. Do you think we have enough? I don't know. Just take some of the ones off the wall and use them. Oh. <laughs> what is one thing I wish Brianna would stop doing? What was Poor it? wives. Yeah, like yeah. home home interior. If you have other pet peeves. Not the forum. I feel like the only, I feel like the only issue we've ever had has been once we start to cross over that line too heavily towards appearance rather than function, and I feel like I've had to make take a little bit of a stand with some things. I mean, I can't. She does an unbelievable job. She does an unbelievable job. I don't. I don't have much of a standing to critique what happens for the most part. But occasionally, like your recliner, I feel yeah, the recliner, yeah, sore subject. But I feel like, for the most part, I she she pretty much does a good job doing her thing. But there has been the occasional like, okay, but that's really not going to work very well, practically speaking. And then we have that conversation. But that's nitpicky. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know if this directly answers the question, but I wish my wife, when people come to our house to enjoy all of this work that we've done, the first things out of her mouth are, this is what is wrong with that, and we did, and we wish we did this better. Like, I specifically remember one time where I was just like scratching my head, I spent like three weekends doing the kitchen tile and then she literally she literally wrote a blog post about all the things that we did wrong with but the if tile. you look at the the blog post they weren't things you did wrong it was all on the plan i understand it was just the, the idea so yeah. i wish my wife enjoyed the fruits of my labor Enough I do. to write a blog post about that. To write a blog post. No, to, Aww, I see to, things all the time on Instagram. I know you're you're very sweet, but I wish that you were confident to the point where you were like, "Come on in and enjoy my home." I think it's because I want people to know that. Yeah, I know that's not perfect. I know, but the thing is, ninety-five percent of people would never it. know unless you <laughs> point it out. Yeah. yeah, unless you point it. But even the five percent, <laughs> the next person who comes over that hasn't been in your space, don't point out anything. You should that just you ask them wrong. what they think are the flaws. No, oh, yeah. maybe I don't no, want to know. That. A, yes, that's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> That doesn't sound insecure at all. Well, I'm and very that's not a huge deal. I know. Everything I know. <laughs> With all things considered, Kimmy's got extremely good ideas, and I'm usually happy to do them because I don't want to pay anybody else to do it. And, uh, 
but yeah, that's that's the one thing I would say. Yeah. What do you like best about your home and how your wife has decorated and styled it? Favorite feature? Probably what I like best about Bree's decorating is just how. Let me let me preface this this way. I was am not naturally a super clean or super picky person. Since living with Bree, I've gotten very particular about the way things look because she does such a good job decorating, organizing, keeping stuff tidy, and and how it looks all together. So that aspect I've grown to really appreciate. And when she's done with a room, I've really I've really gotten to a place where I appreciate how, how nice it looks and there's a there's a desire there to keep it that way. She doesn't have it packed to the gills with all these, you know, tchotchke decorative things. It's really uh, Ryan used the minimalist word earlier. It's it's fairly minimalist, and it goes together. It works, and I love the way it looks and functions when it's all clean and put together. Mm. And Very nice. That's yeah. been a perspective change for me compared to what yeah. my bedroom was like when I was a kid, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what would you say? Yeah, along the same lines, I think. Everything is, is very... Uh, clean and tidy and uh, one of my favorite things about how Kimmy does things is every single every single thing is where it is on purpose it's not there's no there's no happenstance in our house so like our house is essentially a statement on design it like it it is an art piece because it's like everything is and she's very careful about what she picks to put in our home and does a whole lot of research on every single thing and puts it exactly where it needs to go and it, it works. And she always asks me every single time she buys anything. Um, so I appreciate that too. I usually don't care at all. Uh, and, but sometimes I do and she takes that into consideration. So, so but I still bought yeah. the granny chair. She bought the granny chair. It was only $10. That was probably the, the one time I asked her not to buy something and she did it. But, I, you know, I can't say much because I helped her load it in the car. <laughs> Favorite thing about our house or how I have decorated? Honestly, that I don't have to do it. Yeah. And you like how it looks? I, I don't have to do it. That's a big deal. Care of. For yeah. a busy person, that's a, that's a big yeah. deal. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, so that was interview with our husbands. Alright guys, we hope you enjoyed our New York City little trip together and enjoying all these audio clips of us going around. It was so fun to do it with you girls. We're sitting right on the water's edge overlooking mm -hmm. New Jersey and the Statue of Liberty at this most beautiful sunset and mm -hmm. uh, it was a great day. It really yeah. was. Good food. Mm -hmm. We just enjoyed dollar those. pizza. Yeah, and then some good burgers and mac and cheese, lobster roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought about this episode and what you want to talk about next. So find us on Instagram at Dwelling Place Pod, and please leave us a rating and a review and share your thoughts. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We'll see you next week right here at the Dwelling Place.